headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, host of the Ken Coleman Show, number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, our Ramsey personality that works the most on careers and jobs, is my co-host today. We're going to talk to you about your life. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Caleb is in Richland, Washington. Hi, Caleb. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello. Thank you guys for taking my call today. Sure. What's up? All right, so me and my wife are 22 years old. Um, we're going to have a baby next year in the end of March. Congratulations. Um, gonna, thank you very much. We're going to move to Tennessee next year in the beginning of July. Um, I'm, a, I'm currently a route service representative, um, and my wife is an office coordinator. Our income right now is about 75, and once we move to Tennessee, if I stick with the company, our income will go down to about 36. I also do online fitness coaching on the side. Um, I would like to have that as my full-time career, um, but I'm not sure if I should continue doing that whenever I move to Tennessee, still do my full-time job and hope that it works out and turns into something that will provide for my family or if I should switch careers, go to college, and um, find something different. How much much money are you making right now in the online coaching business? Um, About $200 a month, so still currently in the beginning stages of it. When you Um, say, how how long have you been doing it? um, Since the beginning of this year. Okay. So I wouldn't even call that. I'm going to be very kind, but I want to be realistic. I mean, you've got a lot to learn before we can even begin to have a serious mental conversation of, okay, what must be true for me to go full-time into this? you got to keep testing this and You could have delivered pizzas two nights a month and beat this. Yeah, this is, this is not a business <laughs> yeah. right now. This is something yeah, you've correct. tried and it's not working. So let me step yeah. out of this for a moment and say, anytime you've got a side gig and you're wondering, what do I do uh, or when should I move from full-time job to side gig? It's when the side gig is paying you the same amount of money or pretty darn close to the same amount of money as the full-time gig. And I like to see three to six months of salary inside gig bank account. Now that's just my starter advice of that's what must be true for you to move into this online fitness coaching. But uh, you've got a lot of work to do, and and so, so I, I'm you're, scared you're, about you going backwards in Tennessee. Why would you go? Current, why are you coming to Tennessee and taking a back? Yeah, moving backwards. Um, so if I if I were to stay in the company, um, they pay less than what I'm making here. So it's strictly based on location. I can make commission, um, but well, and you're you're running a route. You said correct. Yes. For who? What do you do? For Unifirst. So we go to companies and um, provide them with mats and uniforms and oh, uh, okay. cleaning products. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so you have an entry-level bad job, and yeah. when you move to Tennessee, exactly. it pays even less. Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't have any college experience either. Why are we moving to Tennessee? Um, to go with family, basically. To go with family? Yeah. So uh, my wife's sister and brother-in-law are already over there and her whole family including us are kind of doing a mass exodus out of uh, washington to 
Okay. Tennessee. All right. Well, let's address the school issue because this is the default okay. for most people. Well, do I go get a degree so I can make more money? And I'm not sure that you can afford to go to school. Do you guys have any debt at all? Um, ten thousand dollars in the car. Okay. How much in the car? Um, ten. 10, oh, the ten is in the car. I thought you said ten thousand and the car. Debt free. I mean, de- no, debt no, on no, the car. Sorry. Yeah, hey, the, let me ask you this, Caleb. Okay. Um, okay. you guys are twenty three. Ken, um, in my mind, I start thinking about a new baby coming, and I got a little bit panicked if I'm him. Yeah. I got to go make some money. Like, yeah. this just got real, this yeah. adult thing. And, uh, and I'm going to be in a state that's unfamiliar. I'm making a move after the, and with a brand new two month old, three month old baby at that point. Yeah. Um, I would first probably, if it's me, I'm just going to go figure out a way to make the most money yes. in the shortest period of time first. Yeah. Then, second, yeah. I'm going to try to figure out. The, what I'm supposed to do long term and yes. move towards that. Yeah, that's where I was going with all these questions. You need to get settled, and settled is I got to be making seventy five thousand uh, yeah. dollars. Is you know, or and you don't need a degree change to our that. life. And so we get in Tennessee, get in the zip code, we get a job or two jobs, my friend, or three, or three to take care of mama and baby. And we want to, again, not go backwards financially. To be honest with you, this cost of living is going to be way less anywhere in Tennessee, I would guess, than most places in Washington. Do your homework right. on cost of living. Don't just make a move because, well, the brother and sister-in-law are moving, so we're going to go. And if I and I'll just be honest with you, I wouldn't move right away if I couldn't move right away. I'll move to Tennessee when I can move to Tennessee, and the can we'll is determined about, by the job. Yeah, we'll have about 22000 in savings by the time that we move, so we'll be pretty From set. Where? We're going to be rent, um, saving fifteen hundred a month. I thought I, I must have misunderstood your income. Okay, you're making combined seventy five, correct? Yeah, so we're making about five thousand a month, and we're oh. putting. Uh, yeah, so okay. we're putting right. about. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take some of that twenty two thousand, and I want you to buy. Uh, a couple of round trip tickets to the area in Tennessee that you're mm-hmm. going to be in. And I want you to come We're down, going go, come down and get a job. <laughs> go yeah. get a job. Okay. Yeah. Get a job lined up or two lined up or three lined up. That's right. To where you step into 75000 with a reduced cost of living. It's a net gain for you day one here. And then yes. take Ken Coleman's yeah. materials. I'll give you a copy yeah, of his book. Uh, from paycheck to purpose, and let's figure out what your purpose is. Oh, put let me go ahead and give you the assessment. Get clear. Too. Get the clear. Get clear work assessment that'll help you figure out direction. But again, uh, please don't step into more money, more time, uh, which is schooling. Let's get a job, get settled, get stable, get baby here, and then determine direction, and then figure out the plan to get to where you want to go. That's exactly right, Dave. Right now, it's too much, too many moving parts. He's young. There's time. But let's be smart about this. So the the, the thing, Caleb and others, we want you to hear is knowledge is important, mm-hmm. but knowledge that takes you to where you want to go in your career mm-hmm. is vital. Sometimes... That means going back to school. A lot of times it doesn't. Vaguely, in air quotes, go back to school as the solution to every income problem seldom works. That's correct. Don't do that. That's like escapism. 
you're escaping reality. I'm going to go hide on the college campus and not have to deal with the fact that I don't know what the flip I'm doing. That's right. It's like signing up for basketball camp if you want to go to the NBA. <laughs> One does not guarantee the other. And so we've got to be smart about this. Ooh, that's that's harsh. That's harsh right there. <laughs> I'm dealing with the reality. <laughs> this is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost-sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy-related medical expenses and their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is our co-host today. I'm your host, Dave Ramsey. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Andrew's in Salem, Oregon. Hi, Andrew. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, I have a, I want some advice. You know, I'm a 23 year old, 23 year old, uh, family of four. Um, my wife is a stay at home mom. I have two little kids and, uh, I have some money say I've been saving for the last, you know, six years and I, I work a full-time job. I make about, you know, a little under a hundred thousand dollars a year. And, uh, I'm on the track to even grow some more. And we're just, my wife's going to college this this winter, and it's fully paid for. We don't have any debt, but we really want, we're really anxious to get into a house. But we want to know if it's a good idea to, you know, go and look for a house now, or if we should just wait until my wife is out of school and start our looking then. So... When she's out of school, will she go to work using the degree and increase the family income? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Right. So that she would change the equation a, on that would change the equation on what house she would buy based on her new income and out of school. So would it? It sounds to me like I'm going to wait till she's out of school because I can get a different house. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, because she's going to be a dental uh, hygienist. So her school is all paid for. I we just no. Really I'm talking about family. We, I'm talking about how much you want to spend on a house would change if you had more income. Correct. Yes. Yes. So I probably yep. want her income in the equation before I pick out a house. House. Okay. So, and we'll, I mean, we we just have this lump of cash we're just sitting on. I mean, we have it in investment accounts and stuff, mm-hmm. but what what would be a um a better solution on making more i'll just sit just on it with, just just make sure it's in a high on. yield savings because you're going to use it in within two years dude yeah yeah you don't sure. you don't want to play with this money because you might lose it mm-hmm. we, we want to just sit there let's let that golden egg let it let it hatch okay yeah put it in a good right, high yeah. yield sa- a good high yield savings right now paying five i mean you can get that but yeah. um you know that you're not going to get, uh, uh, I mean, you don't need to be, be trying to, yeah, let, let, the, the main goal is get a house when she gets a job and we don't want to mess that goal up by putting this money at risk. Yeah. There's a temptation. 
uh, Andrew to feel like I'm wasting my money by renting every month and I'm not getting any ROI on this. And that's just simply not the case here. And I think what you're going to have to do here is switch your mindset from that to I'm going to get a better house, have a much better down payment with patience. And so put your mindset on that. Patience is not throwing money away. Patience is having more options, better options. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're you're going to forgo a little bit of something now in order to get a bigger something later. That's right. It, it's a delayed pleasure thing. Yeah, very good. Nick is with us in Lubbock, Texas. Hi, Nick. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey there, Dave. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. How can I help? Good to hear. So I'm a sophomore in college, currently 20 years old. I am currently on an academic full ride, so I don't have to worry about paying for college debt, which is nice. And I work two part-time jobs, bringing about 1600 a month. I'm just trying to wonder what I should do as far as saving for the future. I want to put it, I have the $1,000 emergency fund and just kind of want to see what the next steps are and what y'all think I should do since I'm kind of young and it's a little bit of a non-traditional format for people usually at my age. Yeah, agreed. It's not really a baby step thing. Uh, what are you studying? I'm studying pre-law and philosophy. I want to go pursue, be a lawyer, uh, hopefully an appellate lawyer, then future judge. Okay. And so you need a lot of money. Yes, sir. That's, that's why I got to start early. Yeah. So, um, we're not doing anything except stacking cash, are we? Yes, sir. That's the plan. I'm sad. Two savings accounts I have the emergency plan. And then I have one that I'm just stacking cash in. Yeah. Try to pay for law school. You, you, yes, you know, the, the fact that you got free college with academics, way to go. Also says you got a great brain, and that's going to help you get into law school. Good. Way to go. Yes. Um, fits right in with your goals. I love, I love yeah, what you're doing. Uh, so what I'm going to do is just do everything I can to pay cash for law school. Yeah, and to that end, uh, what's your GPA right now, Nick? 4.0. See, uh, I want to let you know about something, and, and you can go check me on this. I interviewed a lawyer from the Houston, Texas area. has written a small book on this on my show several years ago, and here's what people don't know. With your GPA and your intelligence, if you get a great LSAT score, there will be law schools all across the country, Nick, that will give you a full ride to get a law degree. But it may not be a name brand school. It just depends. But don't just get sucked into this big time law school that looks great, has a shiny, you know, bells and whistles all over it in the brand name. Be aware that you, at your intelligence level, an LSAT score could get a free ride for law school. Nobody cares, by the way, where you went to law school. So I'm going to point that out. A lot of law students don't know that, Dave, because they think it's about the name brand. Yeah, I I met with um, two attorneys outside counsel on an, uh, on a deal this morning and our counsel, our in-house counsel, all three lawyers, I know where our guy graduated from because I hired him. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I have no idea where the other two graduated from. And let me just tell you, they were brilliant. Yeah. They were brilliant. I mean, the strategy and stuff were came up with, it was like, ooh, ooh this is right. going to be fun. And why'd you hire them if you didn't uh, know where they went to law I school? I don't care where they went. I've, I hired them because I found out who they were and the results they had gotten in the type of a thing I'm hiring them to do. Yeah. They know what the flip they're doing. And I, I don't really care where they went to law school. They're brilliant. I do know just in conversation that one of the guys' dad was a law professor at Mississippi. Right. But other than that, I don't know, I don't know where he went. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the deal. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I've hired a bunch of lawyers in my life. I have no idea where any of them went to school. 
Uh, I've hired a bunch of docs, and I went going. I got a physical the other day. I have no idea where yeah. my doc went. And see, to the reason that this exists, Dave, is because law schools. There's a lot of smaller law schools out there, or just you know, not as big brain. Na- uh, excuse me, brand names, but they want sharp men and women like Nick. So they'll give them a full ride so that yeah, they can just, say, Nick went to our place. Yeah, so go, go. Yeah, and then he becomes an appellate and, and then a judge. You know, I mean, uh, there you go, doing uh, appeals. So, yeah, that's um, – Nick, do do research that out. And so our recommendation is I don't care where you went to school. Uh, if you get to go free and you get a free law degree to go with your free undergrad, yeah. um, there's wow. a philosophy of life, Mr. Philosopher, that you could live with right there. <laughs> I'm just right. saying, way to go, man. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. You're smart. Stack the cash, pay cash, and or get a free ride to law school. That's the game plan. And nothing more than that. You don't need to do anything else. Job one is get Nick through this without damage mm-hmm. and debt. Yeah. That's job one. Because, Nick, you are the best investment that you can make. Yeah. I mean, mathematically, getting the law degree is the best, and, and, and paying cash for it is the best investment that you can make. Yeah. You are about, you can't put money in a mutual fund and get that kind of return. You can't put money in real estate and get that kind of return. You, you know, knowledge that is usable in the marketplace is the best return on investment mathematically. Yeah. Here's a question for everybody watching and listening that may be wanting to go to the path of Nick. Imagine billing hours right out of law school that you can save and invest, not pay debt off with. Imagine, just imagine that idea. And it's all about kick and tail on the LSAT. And that's the bridge. Hmm. Wow. Is that true on the MCAT too? I don't know to... about the MCAT. I only know on the LSAT because I interviewed a guy who just, you who know, did it. Like, yeah, who yeah. did it. Okay. Wow. And by the way, you can take the LSAT as much as you want. Now, you got to pay every time, but that won't break you if you're going cash. So the point is, this is... Does it run an aggregate score? Or? No, it's just like, much like an ACT, SAT. The, Best next, stuff. the last time you is took it... Is there a super it, score like ACT? I don't know that, it, but there is a level, and I'd have to look it up, by which you score over and law schools start going bananas with offers. I love it. Love it. Well, there you go, boys and girls. You want to go to school? Hmm. That's it. What we've lied to people in America, we told them degrees matter and where you get them from matters. Neither one matters. What matters is knowledge. Yeah. Not getting knowledge is really bad. Go get knowledge, but it doesn't necessarily have to have a degree, and it sure doesn't need to have a famous name beside it. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Weston and Haley are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? 
We're great, Dave. How are you? Better than we deserve. Better than we deserve. How are you? Where do you, where do you guys live? We live in North Little Rock, Arkansas. All right. And how much debt have you paid off? $89,920. Dangerously like 90K. Way to go. Way to go. How long did this take? It took three years. Good. And your range of income during that time? We started $113,000 a year, and we ended at $139,000. Excellent. What do you guys do for a living? I'm a registered nurse in cancer research. And I'm a healthcare recruiter. All right. All right. Did you recruit her? No. <laughs> he tried just yeah. recently. Not professionally, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, only with a diamond ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in high school, I may have recruited her a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Way to go. Very cool. What kind of debt was the 90K? Oh, here's there. So I have, I have the story for you, okay? Okay. So it was my birthday weekend. We're at the lake with our financed boat, our financed camper, financed truck. We only owed 700 on the on the truck. Um but yeah, so we had boat, camper, student loan. I think our couch a was couch. financed. Vet bills. Uh, I mean, we had everything. Um, but the yeah. dog, the dogs in <laughs> yeah, there. Pretty dog. much everything. Yeah, the pretty dog. much everything. <laughs> and what happened? Oh, but yeah. So um, a friend of mine called. I'm a car. I love cars. And so a friend of mine called. And uh, at the time, we only owed seven hundred dollars on our truck. And he called me and he said, "Hey, do you still want a Cadillac CTSV?" And I'm like, "Well, of course I still want a CTSV." And he's like, well... Who wouldn't? Right? Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, I can't afford one. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can. So it was a good deal. So I had to I had to try to prompt her. And I, On his birthday. On my birthday. Too. So it played in my it favor. Did he, stick, did he stick his little lip out? I did. It was, I did. Yes. My I, birthday. I did. I did. I came and I was like, look, deal of a century. All right. Let me just figure this out. So what did I do? I refinanced the truck to pay for the CTSV. Yeah. Of course. And then a month later, I got laid off. Yeah. So then we had all this stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, we can make yeah. these payments. Uh, wait, maybe not. <laughs> on my birthday, yep. he got laid off. I did. There's yep. a lot of bad right, birthday vibe here. Yep. Right. Yep. Right before Christmas, too. Yep. Y'all need to stay away from birthdays. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of the, okay, we, we need to calm down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then how'd you find us? I was actually looking at, after he got laid off, trying to figure out ways that we could save money. So I had a list of all of our bills laid out, and I just kind of thought, oh my God, if we didn't have all this debt, we could live on one income, and we would be just fine. So then, old Google, I start looking at paying off debt, and then Dave Ramsey comes across, and I love podcasts, so I picked up the podcast, and once he um, got employed and we got income coming in, we, we started all up in February, and we were good to go after that. Just like that. Just so, like yeah. that. We just, three years later, we're free. Yeah. Yep. It's amazing. Thank goodness. Got a paid for, got a paid for CTS now. No. 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 Oh, so that's the funny. So one thing I was going to tell people is that the coolest experience is so the CTSV is paid off, and mm-hmm. ever since then, we've had two new cars for her but we've only come out of pocket six hundred dollars because you just trade straight across with we people. got a van so. <laughs> instead of a ctsv yeah. now we uh, had another child yeah. we had another baby during okay. this whole yeah. process so you went from cool to minivan yeah. you made the transition it's the the man van the the man. Van, life. <laughs> Dead life. van life baby i might rev it once in a while at the yeah, stoplight that's, that's all right that's it. <laughs> rachel cruz bought a van because she's got a house full of kids and she spent most of thanksgiving that year trying to convince us she was cool yeah well see i used to hate vans yeah. and then we actually had a loner van and i was like yeah. well, this is actually pretty cool they are like, it's, it's a very it's cool pretty car sweet. it's just funny to hear people try to convince you it's it cool, is but. it is it is great way to go guys i'm proud of you thank you
Yeah, by the way, it's not cool, but it's it's functional. It's let's, just, let's just, cool. it not, right. let's just keep it real. Cool. Let's not dupe future buyers into <laughs> hey, thinking no. they'll be cool. Hey, look, it has a screen. I know. You know, I, know. Seats. I avoided it. That's why I can say that. All right, so here's what I want to know. So you start listening to the podcast. This is cool because, you know, Dave's been doing this for a long time, and now we're hearing things like, hey, we didn't pick up a book. We picked up the podcast. I'm curious, as you were listening to the show, whether it be other debt-free screamers or just calls, was there a moment where it really clicked for both of you to where we went, okay, we're, it's game on time? Man, I think that we heard several debt-free screams that yeah. just really resonated with us. And we were like, that's, that's us. Mm-hmm. That's our family. Exactly. If mm-hmm. they can do it, what's stopping us? You know, yeah. we can do it. We did both read the book, though, I will yeah. say, after we started on the podcast. Yeah, awesome. well, that's okay. You got, you, got, you, got, you got started with the podcast. Yeah. The book gave you the details. That's the, yes. Yeah, there's to- some total great money things. Total Money Makeover book, yes, I take Yes, Total okay. Money Makeover. Yeah. But yeah, hearing those people just like us yeah. doing that debt-free scream, it was it was kind of a light bulb moment that mm-hmm. we can do it too. And I still listen, you know, every episode and especially when you get people in our age group that have like paid for houses and stuff. I'm like, why didn't I start earlier? You yeah. know? But you're not taught that stuff when you're younger. You're just like, you know, go buy what you want and have a great time. <laughs> Look but now, cool. you're, now you've proven <laughs> you can make this money thing behave and you'll yeah. be able to do anything you want to do now. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's a whole different so. world. What do y'all tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Um, I tell people to have a, a partner that holds you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> no more car, no more car deals. Yeah. No more car. Um, no more birthdays. Yeah, yeah. The really budget. for me, budget. Yeah, budget. It's the budget. I remember our first budget we did. We looked and we were spending six hundred dollars a month on eating out. Yeah. And you just, mm. you didn't know because yep. you're like, oh, seven bucks here, seven bucks there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you know, six hundred dollars later, and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> And I'd say communication, yeah. too. Um, there were some times during, especially through the student loans at the end, yeah. where um, things weren't going so good. We were really getting burnt out. And, I mean, we had a $7 over budget, just all-out argument when he knew there I was did. no money in the budget. But he went ahead and spent $7. I did. And you would have thought that it was the end of all things. I did. I threw a, a man-child moment <laughs> that you say. I was like, I'm tired of being on a budget. I'm going to spend this $7. But, you know. Wow. And then I came home with my toe between my legs. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> but it was communicating, you know, when we're struggling together yeah, and, yeah. and saying, hey, I'm struggling in this, you know, and let the other person kind of help. And then there were times that the other one struggled. and. Yeah. We would just supported each other. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And then through it, your whole relationship grows stronger. Oh, yeah. Your confidence, Absolutely. Yeah. Your confidence in each other and in the future gets stronger. For sure. It's oh, yeah. hope. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's we can really, it, it, we're going to be okay. Right. Oh, not yeah. only are we going to be okay, we're going to prosper. Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean, really, very well done. Good for you guys. Thanks. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. We're you. so proud of you, heroes. Appreciate Thank you. 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 took control of your life, man. You didn't wait on somebody else to do it. You went and did it. Yeah. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, we've got the Live and Give box for you. It's got awesome. the Baby Steps Millionaires book for you, Total Money Makeover book for you to give to somebody else since you've already got one and have read it, and uh, the Financial Peace University membership as well. Awesome. So I uh, will give all that to you. Thank you for coming all the way over from Arkansas. You want to bring the kiddos in for the debt-free scream? What are their names and ages? This is Jackson. He's six. And this is Taylor. And she's about to be two in December. All right. 
So how, how, ever, how's she do when her mother screams about stuff? Uh, <laughs> we don't know yet. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Get ready. Yeah. I love she, it. She might not be happy. All right, <laughs> Weston and Haley Jackson and Little Taylor from Little Rock, Arkansas. Ninety thousand dollars paid off in three years, making one hundred and thirteen to one thirty-nine. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, two one. one. We're debt-free. Didn't phase her. That's no. awesome. I love it. Very cool. Very cool. James, how many debt-free screams do we have on the YouTube channel now that people can access? It's got to be thousands, right? Oh yeah, I mean we have all. They're in all our full episodes, so every day. They every, can go watch but don't we have a? Don't we have a? Just you can just watch those, or you have to go watch the episodes. We don't have them posted separately, no. Oh, I thought they were separate. Okay, so there's thousands, literally. Okay. And you just flip through and you find one because the social proof is there. What they were saying is so important, folks. Yes. You know, the, there's someone like you, mm-hmm. exactly like you, that's done a debt-free scream. We've done too many thousands of them that it doesn't. And that's what he means. See, yeah. When you see someone that, that's, well, if those people did it, mm-hmm. then that says to you, you can do it, right? And that tells you. And that's why we continue to do the debt-free screams, number one. Number two, to honor heroes like these who have taken control of their lives. But you guys, uh, there's a massive catalog of Ramsey on YouTube. Uh, Be sure and check it out. Uh, Now we're up over 1.5 billion downloads with a B on YouTube alone. This is The Ramsey Show. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Hey, guys, if you've been listening to the show and you're enjoying it, we could use your help. Uh, Literally. I mean, really, we need your help. It changes everything if you will subscribe on YouTube or follow or whatever the method is on whichever podcast platform you're on um, or just tell people about the radio station you're listening to, whatever it is. Let people know. And a lot of people have like a share button on some of the things and you just click it and you send it to three friends and go, Hey, check this podcast out. Check this YouTube guy out. These people over here are making a difference. They're helping people leave a five-star review that helps do the likes and that kind of stuff that helps anything that helps the algorithm on those particular platforms, push our show forward. We know a bunch of you are sharing and subscribing and following because we see your numbers, number one, but number two, we see our rankings going up in every one of these platforms. So thank you for helping us with that. Doesn't cost you a thing. And it's a way that, um, uh, you know, we're not going to spend like $300 million on a football stadium to tell you we're here like survey or something like that. Excuse me. I got allergies, but the, um, <laughs> but yeah, you don't want to do that. And so, uh, we're not going to do that. We, 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 we're not like that. So, but you guys are our biggest champions to help us move this thing forward. We need to create a crusade in America and have a renaissance in the art of living well, having the right career, the right mental health, the right ways of handling your money. I mean, we the people can do better. We don't need someone else to tell us how, but you, hey, we'll lead the charge if you'll help us. It's that simple. Uh, Kara is with us in Indianapolis. Hi, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? better than I deserve. How can we help? I uh, currently have a job that works great for my family. It's a good income, 
Um, I'm just not passionate about it. I've only been there um, about four months, and historically, I stay with my job a long time. Um, I was just offered my dream job this morning, um, and I am nervous about discussing that transition with my current employer because I haven't been there very long. So how do I go about that? Well, first of all, congratulations on getting offered your dream job. That's not, let's not just cruise past that. How did that come about? Well, I have a history in uh, cardiothoracic surgical ICU nursing, and I'm now a, a nurse practitioner. And so I uh, heard about the opening with the surgeon uh, that I used to work with through a friend, and I reached out, and they were really excited that I reached out. And uh, What will you be making at the new job? Um, uh, one twenty. And what do you make now? Uh, one twenty-two. Okay. Is there, but I'm guessing there's room for growth here with this new job. Yeah, yeah. Um, every year they're they're pretty consistent with making yeah. sure that they uh, compensate you well. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, congratulations. So my answer to this is always the same, and it's really simple. I want you to put yourself in your boss's position, and I want you to, in your mind, you just kind of role play that out. How would you want you to come say, "Hey, listen, I've only been here four months." Uh, but I got a past relationship with this surgeon. An opportunity was there. I reached out. It's my dream gig. Uh, I, I'm sorry to put you in this lurch and, and do this at this point, four months in, but this is an opportunity that I have to take. I mean, that's your reasoning. You don't have to explain that away, but how would you say that in a way that is humble, uh, filled with gratitude, certainly sensitive to the fact that, hey, you're leaving only four months in, but you don't owe them a certain amount of time. What you owe them is your best, and I don't think you'd ever be able to give them your best if this if you turn this opportunity down. And so if you have that mindset, how would you want someone to handle it with you? That's the best way to go, because I know you're a person of character and a person did, of class. Did they pay you anything or pay moving expenses or a signing bonus or anything when you took this current job? Uh, no, it's um, a better schedule for my family. and, and No, right the now, one you're in today. I, Oh, what uh, we're saying no, is, are there any all, strings attached? Yeah, the four the four month old job. Do you have anything you owe them because they paid for no. you to move or they gave you a signing bonus and now you're going to take the signing bonus and run? Nope. Okay. All right. So you just took a job, didn't cost them anything, and um, okay, yeah. I, I, I'm with Ken. I think you just be sensitive to uh, how would you want to be treated if you were them. Mm-hmm. If I'm okay. them. I'm disappointed, but this great lady is going to go. She got something that she likes better. She's going to go do it. There's not a lot I can do about it. So I'm going to be classy about it and say, well, certainly understand. Um, you're going to, are we going to do a two week notice or what are we going to do here? And, um, you know, just be honorable and kind and tell the truth and just be, you know, I think you say out loud, I'm sorry. I did not take this job intending to do this. I mm-hmm. This fell in my lap, and it's something I've always wanted to do, and I'm going to take it. Uh, but it, I do feel bad about the way this worked out, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I do. Okay. I just wanted to – was there a more professional way to say that? But that sounds compassionate and professional. So. Well, sometimes profession gets in the way of people stuff. And, and I love the way Dave said that. I think he gave you a great perspective from the leader's perspective. Just be a good person. And you are a good person. That's why you called. There's a sense of guilt. I get this call a lot on the Ken Coleman Show, Dave, and people feel guilty because they're good people. But if you're not doing anything ethically wrong, 
uh, and you're not doing anything illegal, then guilt shouldn't enter the equation. Well, so you understand. You do. You understand as a human that has good relational skills that you've greatly inconvenienced someone and actually cost them money. That is correct. Because you you could you know when we put somebody on at Ramsey, it costs right. us quite a bit of money to onboard somebody. Yeah. You know, and then and then replace they turn them around ninety days money. later, they're gone. Yeah. It, it's a it's a net loss for That's us. That's correct. But I also don't want them to stay here if they have their dream job that's right i i on on and the further down the line though i don't want to be as an employer used you know i'm going to take this job and then keep looking correct and all over the place anything right. if i can get 10 cents more i'm going to jump this is not now that i agree that, with that, that is a lack in ethics. i agree then job hoppers are very different than, that's not than hopping this. that's just speculating yeah, i mean it's like right it's uh yeah that that's a that's wrong ethically, yeah. but that's not what Kara's doing. No, no, no. So good job. Oakley's yeah. with us in Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, Oakley. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, thank you so much, Dave, for having me on. I appreciate you guys. Sure. How can we help? Hey, so I just wanted uh, some insight and uh, wisdom from you guys on how a young couple uh, like my wife and I could best uh, attack the debt that we have, uh, become debt free with the situation that we're in. Uh, and, and ultimately pay off again, everything that we have. How much um, debt do you have? Not about, counting your house. Uh, about a little under 50,000. Okay. And what do you guys make? Uh, collectively about one fifteen, one twenty. Okay. And so if you lived on 70 and made one twenty, that'd be 50, not counting taxes. You'd be out of debt in a year. You follow me? Yep. We got to count taxes. So you're not going to make it in a year. But that's the math. Yeah. That's the math. You got a good sized shovel and a medium sized hole. This is very doable. Now, what do we do? We get on a written budget on every dollar and go to everydollar.com and sign up for slash budgeting and sign up for one of our wet free webinars on how to use the budgeting app to get things under control. And you and your wife sit down. You stop all investing. You take any money you've got that's not in retirement and you throw it at this debt. We're going to list the debts smallest to largest. We're going to attack them with a great intensity a great vengeance like ah like paint yourself blue and wear a kilt right i mean you're getting yeah, after it right you know what i'm saying and so you yeah. knock it in the head you knock it in the head you knock it in the head we're not doing we're not going on vacation we're not eating out we're going to take our lifestyle down to scorched earth and we're going to live on less than seventy thousand, so we can pay off 50 with a 120 income in around a year and you can do that what's your smallest debt uh it would be my uh, actually, it would be my student loans, about five grand. Okay. Yeah. And so you're going to have that done in uh, a little over a month. Boom. One done. And you just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Keep hitting it. Keep hitting it. Keep hitting it. Keep hitting it. And that's the process. So jump on everydollar.com slash budgeting and sign up for Rachel Cruz, Jade Warshaw, or uh, George Camel doing a webinar for free. And get yourself into that Every Dollar app and get this thing going. You can do this. It's called the Debt Snowball. List them smallest to largest and attack them in that order. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.